She doesn't want to neglect her husband. Yeah, she wants right. to be a good wife. But she also has kids who are pulling her attention. She has a job that's pulling her attention. She has a dog that's pulling her right. attention. She has her own needs that's pulling her attention. And there's I, just not enough fuel in the tank to meet all of these needs. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, my husband's complaining I don't prioritize him. Yeah. That's a good one. You got feely feelies around this one? Mm, I have some thoughts. Okay, let's hear what they are. Here we go. You have a question that someone sent you. Yeah, I got an email and... I'm going to concise it down. Concise it down. We're going to verbize that one. Concise (laughs) it down. Go. Concise it down. So the question is, uh, how do I prioritize my husband when my kids still need to be cared for? My husband and I both work full time. The dog needs to be walked and I'm late for a meeting. How can I make time for my husband when I'm exhausted at the end of the day and I also need alone time, hobby time? Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, that's a real big one. This is the plight of our busy society at the moment. It is. And, and I remember feeling that way, um, when we were young married and had four kids and I didn't even, I didn't even work outside of the Mm -hmm. home. I was home all day long with him. Four kids is a full-time job. Is a full-time job. Really, truly. A lot of people don't, don't see it that way. Um, especially, you know, when, when we were growing up. The wife was supposed to stay home. I mean, kind of that was the ideal, and but not because n- nobody really saw it as a job. You there were times when you would come home, and you're like, "Why is the house still a mess? You've been home all day long. What have you been doing?" You know. And so, how do I juggle my time? Yeah. I still need some alone time. You've been working all day. You want to come home and have some time to do what you want to yeah. do. When do I get my time to do what I want to do? Yeah. And so I think you can put that into all sorts of different configurations. But since this gal is talking about they both work. Right. And how does she prioritize time with her husband? Yeah. What's the emotion you hear in her voice as she's asking this question? Well, I think I hear a little bit of exhaustion. Yeah. And I also hear just, I don't know what what emotion it is, but kind of the... What about me? Mm-hmm. I think those are the two kind of main things. But also, I really think that she wants to know how to have a better relationship with yeah. her husband. She doesn't want to neglect her husband. Yes, she exactly. doesn't want to make him feel missed or unseen or something like that. She wants right. to be a good wife. Yeah. But she also has kids who are pulling her attention. She has a job that's pulling her attention. She has a dog that's pulling her attention. She has her own needs that's pulling her attention. And there's just not enough fuel in the tank to meet all of these needs. Right. So which one do you drop? Which one do you drop? Can you drop any of them? Let's put it that way. Can you drop any? I mean, you could give away a dog. That's not the only option here. You could quit your job, but probably not. I mean, right. you've got to have income for the family, so that's not realistic. And you're not going to give your kids away, <laughs> even though you might even want to. Even though you might want to. Yep. Farm them out to some other people for you know a couple of years. It's interesting because I think that spouses are the ones that get dropped first. Yeah. Does that make sense? It is. Because you're married to them. 
They're not supposed to be going anywhere. Yeah. You can't drop your kids. You can't nope. just ignore your kids because they are dependent yeah. on you. A spouse is not dependent on Correct. you. Correct. They should be interdependent. Yes. Right. And unfortunately, that doesn't to doesn't work to drop your spouse. No. Because the whole reason that you even have kids in the first place is because you have a spouse. But you're right. It is the thing that gets dropped the most is the spouse. People aren't willing to give up the job to right. prioritize their marriage. People aren't willing to give up their kids, again, right. appropriately so. So how do you communicate that you want to prioritize or emphasize the relationship when you have so many demands on you? Is it even possible? Uh, yeah, I think it is. And I don't know when you're already at this point, I don't know what steps or stages to start at. But I can remember that for us, mm -hmm. you know, when we had kids, mm -hmm. we wanted us to still be the priority. Mm -hmm. And it's exhausting when you've got four kids under the age of eight mm -hmm. running around. And there were things that we did so that we could have us time. And the first thing that we did was we put our kids to bed at seven o'clock yeah. every night. Yeah. And whether they were sleepy or not, we put set some boundaries yep. for them so they know the expectation yep. so that we could have time. Now, if they needed something later in the evening or whatever, yeah. we didn't ignore them. No. And we'd tell them, go read on your bed. And we had that rule till they got till they're old. older. Yep. Yes. And they would they would do what every little kid does. They'd come out and go, Mommy, Daddy, I'm lonely or I need a drink of water or I'm scared of the whatever. Right. And we'd go, this is Mommy and Daddy time right yes. now. You need to go be in your room doing your thing. This is our time right now. And we wouldn't let their made up desire for attention, attention get in the way right. we defended our time together right. that was one thing we did right. early on we also set a time in the day every day yeah just for what's the word quiet time reading well, time yeah no no that's what we did we set up a nappy time we called mm. it nappy time when they were little and every day whether you were working or not right they would have that time. They didn't yeah. have to take a nap, but they had to, they had to be in their room being quiet. Yeah. So on their bed, playing with a toy or reading yep. a book or, um, and we did that so that on your days off, we could have some time during the day just for us as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, and for consistency, we did it every day for consistency. Yeah. yeah. So those are just things that we started out with yeah. that helped us to be able to make sure that we were making each other a priority and um because it's so easy especially as a mom to want to make sure that the kids are being taken care of all the time and meeting their needs all the time and it does take a lot of energy which takes away from you yeah and i think that kids get used to having every need met at every single moment yeah and that's where the expectation comes in. And then what do you have left of time? Right. You are always constantly having to feel like you have to do something for them. Yeah. Which when they get older and they are supposed to be growing up and spreading wings and moving out. Right. You're left with this. Number one, you're still wanting to do things for them when you shouldn't be. Right. And number two, now that they're gone, what do I do? Yeah. Who am I? And now I have to figure out. I have to kind of start all over in my relationship with my spouse. Yeah. Like that's where a lot of empty nesters are struggling. Like, yeah. Ooh, what do we do with each other? Yeah. When you can start that young, yeah. it's really helpful. Let's take the emphasis off the kids because this isn't just a kid's 
issue. This right. is everything is pulling attention from her and it feels like her husband has conveyed to her that he is feeling neglected, neglected. or exactly. missed in some way. One of the things that I came up with many years ago because it's something I struggled with is I hated disappointing people. I hate mm. to disappoint people. That's just really, really the ultimate sin in my mind. That's what I grew up with and that's just the worst thing to do. And one of the signs of someone becoming an adult is when they can wake up every morning and they can answer the question, who am I going to disappoint today? Yeah. Not if I'm going to disappoint, just who, who exactly. am I going to disappoint today? And you have several options. I'm going to disappoint my kids because I'm going to say, no, I can't do some of their things. And I'm going to say yes to what my husband needs right. or yes to my job or yes to several other things. I'm going to choose to disappoint my husband and I'm going to say yes to my friends or these other things right. to take my priority. Sometimes I'm going to say I'm going to disappoint myself and I'm not going to get my needs met because I'm going to give my energy and effort towards my kids, right. my husband, my job, everything else. And I'm not going to get the things that I want. But maturity is when you can start to bring that into balance and go, okay, I've been disappointing myself for a while. And so I'm going to not shift some things and I'm going to disappoint someone else so that I can take care of myself now. Right. Who is that going to be? And am I going to be intentional about that? It's the intentionality, it's the awareness, and it's the communication of those things, right. which makes the healthy way of handling this. So when you go to your husband and go, I know it's a busy season, soccer season starting with the kids, and I am gone 24 hours a day, shuttling them around to right. practice and then between work and then dinner. And I know that I haven't been paying attention to you. I am aware of that. And I know that that's disappointing to you. I want you to know that in two weeks, that's going to come to an end. And I am going to be coming back and focusing on you because I recognize you have those needs. Saying that out loud, being aware of it, being intentional about that and saying, I have been disappointing you. Let's talk through that so that I can hear how disappointed you are, what you wish we could do differently, and let's come up with a solution together. Ooh, I love that one. Not just me having to come up with a solution because these are our kids. These are our jobs. These are our schedules. This isn't just mine. How are we going to do this so that we're not disappointing each other? Because I don't want you to be disappointed. Right. I don't want me to be disappointed. And we can't leave the kids out to fend for themselves with the wolves. Right. That just doesn't work. So coming up with a plan and a strategy together. It's that together piece which gets missed so often. And that's the easiest way to start getting some traction here. Yeah. You validate each other's feelings. You are vulnerable with each other. You empathize with each other. It creates camaraderie and teamwork because we've got to solve this common problem together and we're going to play to each other's strengths and weaknesses. We're going to be aware of those and integrate those in. And we can do this together. Yeah. That's how to make the world better in You're this so kind of situation. Smart. How'd you come up with those so quickly? It would have taken me a, a lot more talking to get to that. <laughs> It's a much longer podcast that people would probably not finish. <laughs> no, the they end would of. never get to the good parts. Yeah. I've had a chance to work with a lot of people, but I try to be self aware between you and I. What right. would I like from you? Right. But then also, what would I need to give to you? So if you came to me and said, I'm taking the kids around and I'm trying to juggle schedules, I'm doing all this, and it's like, you're the one who's having to figure out all those problems. That's not right. This is our lives. Do it I should probably 
contribute to how are we that we-ness right are going to solve this so that's how i try to approach our relationship is not put any undue burden on you or you put any undue burden on me but i think it could work out good so here's here's the invitation if you're listening to this podcast dear listener who wrote in to us you know who you are give it a shot and if it absolutely doesn't work if we're full of crap and that's just a dumb idea, email us again and let us know. Okay. Or if it does work, let us know too. You know, right. give us a little pat on the back. We, we like to hear some of those every once in a while. Let us know what speed bumps you run into, what issues you end up having around this, something that we might not have anticipated. Again, it's really easy to be armchair armchair marriage advice givers for other people's marriage problems and 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 when we don't know all the details. So we're right. not going to presume that we have all the all answers the, yeah. to everyone's problems, even though I think we have a lot of answers to a majority of problems. Um, let us know. And, and we'll continue to help figure out how to kind of make this work. But focus on the we-ness. This isn't just your problem to solve. It is your guys' problem to solve. It is the couples. You and your husband get to solve this problem, not just you. That's the solution. It's great. <laughs> I wish I would have said it first. <laughs> you were getting there. You would have gotten there. It just would have taken, you know, another 45 minutes to get there. Okay. <sighs> <laughs> You're looking at me all funny looking wise. Because I have warm fuzzies yeah. for you because you have such good good ideas and practical applications and I feel it takes the warm me, fuzzies. It takes me so much longer to get there. No, I feel the warm fuzzy. Thank you, honey. I accept your warm fuzzies openly and gladly. Awesome. Okay. We're gonna say goodbye now, everybody, because <laughs> we have a lot of warm fuzzies at the moment. And well, you know. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next time. Alrighty. Goodbye. Bye-bye. <laughs>